It's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping in a girls' night, all wrapped up into one. We have someone we love and know dearly on today, and it's not Cece, even though I love her and know her dearly. It's <laughs> Who is it, Cece? It's Mer- the, sorry, the mother of Instagram, Mary Lennenberg. Hey, guys. <laughs> you know, I, 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 every time I hear that, I just have to, 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 to laugh because I'm like, the mother of Instagram. How did I get that name? I mean... <laughs> It's all Austin's fault. But anyways, I, I am thrilled to be with you both today. Thank <laughs> and, you and Mary not only is an author, okay, she's like a master um, makeup gal through Beauty Counter, okay? She mentors women through Beauty Counter. She's also a woman's school strategist like I am, mentoring women through the Art of Being a Woman Masterclass. And she is a mother, like mother figure to so many of us, like Megan and I. She's a mother to two children, a wife, Catholic, military wife, um, literally everything. I'm just like, Mary does it all. <laughs> Mary did Baker. it all. You forgot the like massive. She taught you how to cook, Cece. That's oh, that's cute. true. And and I am actually cooking the ribeye that you taught me for um, my father when he comes into town to meet Stash. Wow! I am very proud of you. I am very. I, I, I expect too. pictures. <laughs> I expect pictures. I want to see the video proof. Yeah, I'm gonna have to reach out for some <laughs> updates. <laughs> Listen. When you haven't had the experience of learning how to cook when you were younger, it's hard to come at it, you know, as an adult, because most people are, you know, relying on you. Um, and it's hard because you don't want to screw it up. You don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to like, you know, poison anyone with your food. There's <laughs> things like that. You just want it to be, you want it to be good. You want it to be tasty. It doesn't have to be, you know, bon appetit, but I mean, it has to be not murderous. Right. And so that can be difficult, right? That can be difficult. And so we had such a great time. Luckily, Stash um, has has many cooking skills. Um, so I don't feel very alone in that. But I'm going to use the cast iron. I'm, I'm going to do it all. I am so excited wow. for you. He's going to love it because he loves you. And so and, and I've seen some of his cooking skills. So no one will be harmed in this. I have great confidence. It'll be great. Everybody will not... They'll enjoy the meal. No one will get sick. Everyone will be great. I want to know what you're making for dessert. That will probably be ordered. <laughs> no. Have have Stash make those brownies he was going to make us from scratch. There you go. That's brownies true. are good. Brownies are general. Here's what you do with a brownie, okay? So you take the brownie mix, okay, or a homemade, whichever one you do, uh, from scratch or brownie mix. You put half the mix in a in an eight by eight dish. You put a toffee candy bar, like three of them in a row, and then you cover it with the brownie mix. Bake at the regular time, and they are what we call crack brownies. I want so those good. Right now. 
Wait, does the toffee get warm or does it break your teeth? It does and it melts and it melts into. So when you cut into the brownies, in the middle of the brownie is this toffee, chocolatey, spectacularly crunchy, wonderful delight. My mouth is open. That's why Jerry calls them crack brownies. That's what he's like. He goes, can you make crack brownies? I'm like, you really shouldn't say that around small children. That doesn't sound good. But, you know, that's what we, it's one of his oh favorites. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Okay, definitely doing that. I'm going to tell Jerry job. that he needs to um, he needs to tell Stash about it and give him all the details and tips on the crack brownies because we need that. All the details. We, we've got you covered. We've got you covered, Stash. No problem. We got you. <laughs> okay, do. Mary, why don't you start us off with as, as the guest of honor with your heck yes. Heck yes. Okay. So I was trying to think like I could go to so many different ways with heck yes, but I just thought I would start with where I am in this season right now today. So heck yes to coffee, to caffeinated coffee. It is, it is essential life's blood of me in this season of life and heck yes to heavy whipping cream in the coffee because keto is beautiful. <laughs> and you can froth it up you can froth the having whipping cream oh yes oh yes it is so so good i just finished a 30-day sugar fast and the thing that saved me in the midst of that was someone was like if you try a little bit of heavy whipping cream we're talking like two three tablespoons like not a lot at all and you yeah. kind of whip it up with the little um coffee frother uh, makes all okay. the difference and because it's, it's got that healthy, it, the fat in there that kind of makes it yes. just so creamy and lovely and beautiful and wonderful and birds sing. And it's kind of like Cinderella, <laughs> you know, you just open the window and everything seems brighter. Wait, is heavy whipping cream healthy? I'm here for it. Um, healthy for, well, you love your butter, right? So you love your <laughs> goat and your butter. So you, you, yes, yeah, so it would be healthy for you. I have to be a little more careful given my season in life and things like, you know, cardiovascular health. So, <laughs> you know, is it healthy for you? Yes. Me, <laughs> I got to be careful. It's so, the joy, okay. the joy of middle age. It's great. We Love have it. it. Okay. <laughs> Megan, what's your heck yes? My heck yes is that the house that we bought without having seen it is actually as good slash better than it was over FaceTime. That's, so that's a huge success. <laughs> I am just so like, I, I was watching that and we were praying for you. I was watching that entire process. And I looked at Jerry being a former Navy wife. I looked at Jerry and I said, how would you feel if I bought a house without you? And he'd be like, no. And I said, I said, I, she's got guts. She's got determination and, and the house is beautiful and you did it. I'm just so damn proud of you. I, I, <laughs> thank you so i didn't want to avery we got power of attorney before he left because avery kept saying to our realtor if you find something you like like i trust meg like you can do that buy a house whatever and i was sit telling him, i was like no no are you nuts like we will do this when you get back there will be plenty of time but then the perfect one just like popped up it wasn't even on the market yet so i didn't have to fight people over it um 
it was because it wasn't ever going to be listed. They dropped the price down, which put it in our budget. And it was like one of those too good to be true things. And I actually didn't feel too stressed about doing it. So I was like, well, maybe this is just God saying, hey, it's, it's right called here. the God incidents. Yes. It's mm-hmm. a little God wink that said, here you go, sweetheart. Right. And so, so good like, and obedient. Here's your sweet. gift. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was perfect. And it ended Beautiful. up being better in real life than it was on FaceTime, which is always, you never know. That's always scary because you can't really tell the depth of rooms or anything. You can't tell if there's like real cracks in the ceilings. No one shows you the ceilings over FaceTime. So is there anything wrong with it? There's a couple things like painting things. They have five kids um, and two dogs. So there's a couple things that like, oh, the swing out back, the wooden swing out back has been chewed on by the dogs or there needs to be some paint fixing up and the door needs to be like... So they're all cosmetic changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. That's good. No pipes bursting through walls, nothing like that, so... <laughs> Casual, that's your baseline. I know. <laughs> no that's major so plumbing funny. disasters. We're right, good. right. <laughs> You see what's your heck yes. By the time you like leave that house, you'll probably have four dogs and eight kids. So like it's the same. Yeah. We'll have zero dogs. We will have zero dogs and eight kids. Oh really? Where are they <laughs> going? Not have- <laughs> I don't know. They might accidentally get hit by a car or something. <laughs> Mary's face oh right God. now. I'm kidding. I told Avery we'd wait and see what happens in Alabama if they behave better. If Mo, if they, if Mo behaves better. <laughs> well, Kelly's going to die soon anyway. Maybe. She's also a mutt, so she might live forever. That's what they I don't say. even know what to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> What's your heck yes, Cece? What's your heck yes? Yeah, honestly, move on. <laughs> Come on. Let's get away from the <laughs> depression. <laughs> okay, so my heck yes is I leave for Florida in two days. So we're recording this on a Tuesday. I leave Thursday for Florida. And um, it's a work trip. But like the whole day Thursday is like a spa day from work. And I'm like, heck yes. Thank you, the woman's school. Thank you, January Donovan. Work hard, play hard. And then Friday, Saturday are all meetings. And I leave Sunday, quick Florida trip to Naples. And I'm here for it. I bought like... So I finally found a pair of shoes that fits. Nine West, shout out. And um, so anyways, they're having a sale and I bought nine pairs because I have a lot of heels that I can't really walk in because I have very wide feet. Mary, you understand me. And so when you find a brand that works, you're like pulling (laughs) the trigger. And so stash was here over the weekend and I was on a phone call, but I, I, he was like, can I open this package? And I was like, yeah, open it. And so I'm on the call and he's opening it and his jaw just drops. He was like nine pairs. He was just like, they say after three months, you see someone's crazy. He's like nine pairs. And I was <laughs> I feel, you don't understand. I've never bought nine pairs of shoes before. This is the first time, probably the last time. I want some of these new heels for my work trip. He's like, nine pairs. I'm like, we're not talking about this. No, he needs to come hang out with me. Cece has seen my closet. You ain't got nothing with nine pairs. Nine pairs is, you know, that's kindergarten. You need to come up to middle school. I know. So I was- but here's the thing when you have white feet, right? You find a pair of shoes that are comfortable and you can walk in them and they're cute. 
Like, heck yeah, you pull that trigger. That's a heck yes. Uh-huh. It is a heck yeah. yes. So here I am with all my new shoes and a boyfriend that thinks I'm a little bit insane. So it's okay. That's my heck yes. Okay, Mary, heck no. <sighs> heck no. Heck no. I'm nervous. Coming home from four days away. I have not traveled okay. in a year. Right? Nobody's right. done anything in a year. I came home from Dallas a year ago and then the world shut down. I was on a beauty counter team retreat this past weekend, right? With other directors and managing directors and stuff. And I came home after four days. This goes back to my heck yes. There was no coffee cream in the house. Mm. None. Zero. Zilch. Not one. Jerry did it. And I looked at him and I actually, I, yeah, I looked at Jerry and I was like, excuse me? Like what, what is happening here? And I literally, you guys, I was like screaming and yelling over coffee creamer. I lost my bananas and Jerry's just standing there and he's just like looking at me kind of probably how Stash was looking at you like nine pairs. Although his face was more like, this can't possibly be happening right now. It is a coffee creamer. She can go through the Starbucks drive-thru. I don't understand what's happening right now. And then he looked at me and he goes, when was the last time, you know, how much, how much sleep did you get the night before? And I'm like two hours. And he goes, okay. Okay. Well, I'll get you some coffee creamer. You go to bed because you know how you said after three months you see crazy. Yeah. If Mary gets less than two hours sleep, it's not good. It's It's over. No, it's over. It's done. It's like done. So my heck no was you should never, ever yell at your husband of 32 years because they did not get coffee creamer. Water <laughs> that is a strong heck no. I, I recommend to all the audience members who are listening when they one day get married and they are upset about something, losing your shazazzle at 1130 at night over coffee creamer is not a wise marital bonding choice. It will not end well. So that's my heck no. I'm sure it's the most original heck no you've ever had. Okay, I'm noted. All of this is noted. <laughs> that is amazing. Okay, my heck no is how did I just forget it? We'll circle yeah. back to that. Yeah. Circle. We'll yeah. circle back. Jen. Jen circle back whatever did you guys see that there ain't no holla back girl and it was like there ain't no circle back girl yes (laughs) okay okay Megan you go because I don't know what happened okay my heck no is potentially having an infected finger but having new fresh nails on them so I'm like what do I do like (laughs) one of my nails was one of my pinky nails was too short like it would have been kind of ripped off mm-hmm. when I went to go get them done. But it was like one of those things where it was the only time my girlfriend could watch Carrie and we were just, we right. just going to send it and pray that it worked. And Mary, you look like you had. So as the mother of Instagram, let me inform you as okay. to what you are to do. So take a cotton swab and some Neosporin. All right. Neosporin is like a little ointment. It's an antibacterial ointment. You can get it at CVS, Walgreens, any grocery store. It's called Neosporin, N-E-O. S-P-O-R-I-N. Love that stuff. Right? And you put it underneath the nail where your nail was, you know, um, you had a little bit of exposure of skin or ripped off or whatever. 
and you do that twice a day, right? Um, or after, let's say you're changing Carrie's diaper and you have to go wash your hands, I would, you know, just keep it close by and do that. And um, over the course of, I would imagine the next 48 hours, you should be fine. So what happened was it was really tender and I was like, oh no. And it looked like it was like swollen compared to my other one. And I was like, this, is, uh, this makes me feel like if I don't have it checked out, my finger's going to fall off. And what am I going to do if my finger falls off? <laughs> like I was thinking worst case scenario. Your finger will not fall off, I promise. <laughs> well, I just pop off. Fall off the bone. <laughs> <laughs> well, then the next day I'm looking at it and I'm like, this doesn't look normal. Like under the nail, the acrylic nail, it looked kind of yellow. And I was like, mm, none of the other nails look like this. And I realized it was kind of pussy. And I was like, nice, but it didn't hurt anymore. So I was like, well, maybe that's fine. Maybe it's gotten rid of whatever it needs to get rid of. <laughs> so no, then, well, no, I no. grabbed the hydrogen no, peroxide no. and put that on a cotton swab and did that Good. for a bit. But excellent. So now you follow that up with the neosporin. That's the step two. So what you've done is you've now taken out all the yucky stuff okay. and now you've got to protect it while it mm, heals. Genius. Okay. <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> I'm just like slap a bandaid on it. It'll be fine. <laughs> well, it's like, it doesn't hurt anymore. So it's fixed. Great. Cool. <laughs> exactly. Now you got to protect it. Okay. See, okay. My, I, I have it. So when like, Four days before my period, I like forget how long my arms and legs are. It's like all of a sudden, I, I, the length of my ligaments, the just, I don't, I don't know how long they are. And so what happens is, is like my arms will flail and like hit the wall and my nail will crack off or like I will hit my like knee on somehow like a door handle. I don't know how my knee gets that high. And so, anyways, I slammed my knee against a door handle yesterday and now my whole knee is purple and bruised. And I was like, what? And, and like, I couldn't remember even what happened, but it's so crazy because literally like our bodies, we forget like how long things are. And Mary, you've gone through reform wellness. They were talking about how when your cortisol levels are up, you can't mm -hmm. re like your perception of time is skewed. So you don't remember. Um, yeah. Right. And you're, it's four days before your period, so therefore you're holding water, you're getting ready to do all the things that you're supposed to do, and you're kind of clumsy anyways. It's just, it's a natural thing. We kind of get um, a little absent-minded, which is the cortisol levels rising, right? Um, but I also have a, a cure for your knee. You get some Arnica cream, uh, and um, it's you can find it at Whole Foods, and it helps with the healing internally. Arnica. And so your knee doesn't hurt. Arnica. Huh. Mm -hmm. All right, Arnica, Arnica Montana. It's a Arnica's around the corner. Or I mean, sorry, Whole Foods is around the corner with Arnica. Arnica is around the corner. I feel like this episode just became sort of like Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, Mary style. So I'm trying to figure out like where we're going here. <laughs> Apparently when we were saying we're my web about the bolt and the broken, you meant bones, you know, and skin and stuff, not like hearts and minds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> before we jump into Be Bold and the Broken, we need to talk all about Catholic Company. Megan's putting down Carrie for a sec, but Mary, have you heard of Catholic Company? I have. I love it. I've ordered many things from them. I know. They're the best. They have everything. So Mary-Kate is one of the daughters of the family-owned Catholic Company, um, and she actually went to 
went to Auburn and was raving about the Catholic community to Megan. And so anyways, apparently it's super hype there. But I was, I, I don't know if you can see behind me, but I have my beautiful new painting that I, I ordered. Anyways, there's this statue of the Holy Family and it's white and it just looks like stone and beautiful and like you would find it at Home Goods. And then you're like, oh wait, that's Jesus, Mary and Joseph. That's amazing. So they have everything. I mean, everything from like books to rosaries, to statues, to home goods, to pictures, to holy water, like things. Um, <laughs> but you can use our code HECK, H-E-C-K, all caps for 15% off Catholic Company and head to our show notes for all the details. Okay, Mary. Yes. You are an author. I am. You already came out with be brave and the scared. That was a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Seems like yesterday, but no, it was almost two years ago now. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that book just to give the background and kind of explain like, is your new book a sequel? How did you come about that? Sure. So Be Brave and the Scared was written. Um, basically, it's, it's about my journey um, as a wife, as a mother, um, about my marriage, um, my personal journey with uh, raising our daughter, Courtney. So we have two children. I married Jerry um, 32 years ago. He was a Naval Academy graduate. And we spent the first 12 years of our marriage um, as a Navy family. And we had uh, four pregnancies. Two, we lost in miscarriage. And then two, uh, we had live births. And so our son, Jonathan, is 31 and recently engaged and getting married in October. So excited. <laughs> We're so excited about that. It's very thrilling. And then our daughter, Courtney, was with us for 22 years. And when Courtney was born, everything was fine. But when she was a month old, she started having grandma seizures. And so those seizures affected her and her development. And when she was seven months old, we gave her a medication we hoped to stop the seizure and to help. But instead, she had a brainstem uh, allergic reaction. And so it made everything five million times worse. So Be Brave and the Scared is all about our journey. And it starts on the day of her baptism when she had her first seizure and kind of walking through those 22 years of what it what caring for a special needs child um, brought to me as an individual, brought to us as a couple, um, how it affected our family and our marriage. And when you have a crisis like that come into your life, it kind of um, exposes everything that you have been pushing down under, right? So everybody in life has these things that we don't want anybody else to know about, right? We're not proud of our sins, our habits that might not be good habits. And so you kind of, um, when you're in crisis, you sort of just push them aside because you're dealing with an emergency situation. And uh, what Courtney did for us was she sort of exposed all of that. Mm. And um, what it exposed was I had a, an addiction to food that um, started back when I was in high school. And my husband had an, addic an addiction to pornography. And so those two things greatly affected our marriage. Um, and Courtney... Because she needed us to be a team, she needed us to love her, she needed us to care for her because she couldn't do anything for herself, um, really kind of showed us who God was. And she led us to him because Courtney's one job was to love. It was to receive love and to give love. That's all she could do. She never had to prove herself. She wasn't ever going to be a doctor or a ballerina or a scientist or a soccer player. She was just Courtney, right? And so what we learned was that when you look at that, you look at our special needs community, you look at kids like Courtney, they can't hide what's wrong with them. We spend an entire lifetime hiding what's wrong with us. It starts in grade school when we don't want, you want to, we want to be the popular girl, right? We want to right. be um, the one first chosen for the team on the recess. Um, you know, 
it goes through high school when we're putting all these different masks on and, and I'm the preppy girl or I'm the sporty girl or I'm this, you know, and all the just, labels. Yeah. You know, we're just not ourselves. We're trying, or we're just trying to figure out who that is, right? We're on this journey. College, we make mistakes. Uh, you know, sometimes there's drinking involved. Sometimes there's worse things. We might make a mistake with our, our chastity. I certainly did. Jerry and I did not marry. Um, we, we did, we ignored the rules of the church and we actually got pregnant before we were married and we miscarried that baby. Um, but we loved one another as imperfect as we were. We, I was born a Catholic and raised a Catholic in a big family of eight. Jerry was raised a Lutheran. And so you were the only girl. I, I actually, I have a younger sister who's eight. Who's oh, I'm sorry. Me. You do. Yeah. I have six years. There's, um, there's six boys and one girl. Um, but she's very different than I am. Right. So she's, um, she's straight A student, super, super smart, uh, overachiever, athlete, all of these things. And I basically was the reprobate. And, uh, you know, like when I was a junior in high school, I was making so many bad choices. Um, my dad brought me to the juvenile detention center and let me take a tour. Okay. <laughs> Cause he said, if you don't straighten up, you're going to be wearing orange. And my answer to that was, I don't look good in orange. I don't want to be here. So I made better choices. You know, it was always about fashion for me. So anyways, um, you know, so be brave and the scared kind of, mm -hmm. it's really about those years of Courtney's life and, and what that showed us and, and the mistakes that we made and how God redeems everything. You know, did Jerry and I have sex before we were married? Yes, we did. Did God redeem and restore that once we came to him with that and, and ask for forgiveness? Yes. Yes, he did. You know, so it's the thing about be brave and the scared is number one, you only have to be brave one breath at a time. It was something my dad said all the time. Just got to be brave one breath at a time. When you're facing something really hard, you just, it's one step at a time. And the second thing is, is there is nothing that you do that God will not forgive you for. If you come to him with a repentant, repentant heart, nothing, no grave sin, no mortal sin. If you come to him, and say, I'm really sorry I screwed this up. I mean, I this was not good. And I need I need your help. He's right there. Okay. I forgive you. And God forgives and forgets. So it's us that doesn't. You know, we don't forgive and forget. God does. Mm -hmm. We might forgive, but yeah. we never forget. We often don't forgive ourselves. Oh, the mercy, man. We are so jippy with the mercy on ourselves. You know, God has oceans and oceans of mercy. And, and we think that we know better than God, right? That's what that is. It's pride. We come out and we're like, no, he can't possibly forgive me. I mean, that's too horrible yeah. a thing. It's like this false humility. And we have to be very careful about that. And I, it took a long time for us to heal. Um, but now here we are 32 years later and we have a heck of a lot of fun together. I love him uh, deeply. I, I am honored to be his wife. And, um, I think he would say the same. I'm feeling fairly confident about that today since we've already walked through the coffee creamer incident of 2021. <laughs> you guys you know? are a power couple. You guys Honestly, are working no. together. You are going to retire him. Like you guys are, a power we, I couple. told him, I said, I want to, I'm, I'm working uh, three different entrepreneurial businesses at the moment. And I said, my goal was to, to, uh, retire him so that he could be my <laughs> And Mary's on track with that, which is awesome. I am. I'm determined. But yeah, so that's what Be Braver the Scared is about. And and really just the redemption of God, you know, the redemption of all things. And then with Be Bold and the Broken, uh, which comes out on Friday, uh, March 12th, um, that goes back to, it's kind of, I would almost call it a prequel of Be Brave and the Scared. It kind of goes back to 
um, some pivotal moments in my life where I chose um, grasping, grasping for something like Eve chose the apple. She grasped, you know, and we as women tend to grasp for things that are not ours. We haven't been given them, but we compare and we envy and we um, see that the grass is greener. Oh gosh, there's all kinds of things we do. And so there's all in every chapter of Be Bold and the Broken, there's something I did in my childhood uh, or high school or young adulthood to something that is happening as later on as an adult and how they um, sort of revealed where I was and what I needed to do. And it, and it's a story of a young woman who um, was not comfortable in her own skin and didn't know what to do about it. And so I made mistakes, a lot of mistakes, until I came to a place where I am a bold, brash woman and I am strong <laughs> and I am gutsy and I love a high heel and a fabulous statement earring. I love to bake. I love to eat. I love to entertain. My favorite thing in the whole world is to have a house full of people and a table laden with food. Um, I am a woman of hope and a woman of joy. And if you can't handle that, then step off and get out of my way because I have things to do. And God has a purpose and a mission for me. So as he does for each of us, all of us have a purpose it's so and a mission. Good. And so that's what Be Bold and the Broken is about. God speaks through our brokenness. You know, I was a dyslexic. I never could write or read well. Um, and here I've written two books. Never saw that coming. That's totally God. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had an addiction to food. I never thought that would be healed. I went 30 days with no sugar and I didn't kill anyone. <laughs> I was going to say, but you might have come close with the coffee creamer. Exactly. So that detachment yeah. is happening. Um, many of the, the young women in your audience are young. They're in high school. They're in college. They're young adult women. And they're still grasping. They're still trying to figure out who the heck am I? You know, what does God need me to do? And my advice to them is to just take a breath. Take a breath and be okay with your uniqueness. You are unique and unrepeatable. There will never be another Cecilia Pappas or Megan Wells, so never be another Mary Lenneberg. We get one shot at this. So rejoice and be bold in who God has made you to be. If you're the quiet one that helps people quietly, then do that. If you're the loud one that gathers all the people to celebrate, then do that. You know, if you're the one that's that's doing all the math problems and building buildings and being the engineer, then do that. Be proud of that that skill. I am not that person. You don't want me building buildings. They will collapse. Or doing math. You don't want me doing math. It'll be all wrong. <laughs> no. And I always say like the right person mm-hmm. will appreciate exactly who you are. So why would you want to attract the wrong people? Like, why would you? Seriously. So Jonathan, our son. Okay. Let's describe <laughs> Jonathan. Cecilia's met him. Um, Jonathan is just, um, he is six foot two, big burly guy sweetheart, like a bear of a heart, right? Just has a heart for the Lord, but slightly socially awkward. We're just going to call a spade a spade. He, he, I love my son. He is, right? <laughs> and what happens in this last year? He dates, he, he's on Catholic match. He's dating these women. It's not working out for them, for him, you know, on both become sides. become nuns. Right? Yes, they, they, <laughs> they leave and become nuns and things like that. Um, and, and so what happens? We get a pandemic. Then he gets a message on his app that says, hey, I'd like to meet for coffee sometime. He actually goes. And the unicorn, as we affectionately call my sweet future daughter-in-law, Jessica, appears in his life. 
She's a PhD candidate. She speaks three different languages. She reads four. Like she's smarter than my son, who is an actual certified genius. She's smarter than him. And they're joking with each other in Latin. It's so true. What just happened? Like, and they're laughing and they're making googly eyes at each other. And Jerry and I are sitting here going, what is happening? I don't understand. Please help us. You know, and Jerry is so uncomfortable. Jerry is like squirming. He's like, I don't understand. She is the perfect match mm -hmm. for him. And it took a pandemic. He's 31 years old. She's 28. It didn't happen right. immediately. They had to be comfortable with who they were. And both of them had come to the place of that. And they once they were comfortable, now I'm not saying that's, right. that happens for everyone, but for them. And now here they are. They're getting married yeah. in October. They are thrilled and excited and we are thrilled. I, I watch them together and I praise yeah. God for the gift because he's a lot to love and she just does. <laughs> well, imagine someone like less than that yeah. for him. Like it just wouldn't, you know, it's not. I couldn't ever have imagined her. Yeah. Let's put it that way. I know she's from God because I never would have put all those blocks together. Uh, I love so. that. Okay. Before we ask more questions, we're going to uh, mention Hallow real quick. Um, Mary, do you have Hallow? I do have Hallow. I love it. I, I've met with the um, the creators of Hallow before. They are a tremendous team. Oh my gosh! What's your favorite thing on Hallow? My favorite thing. Okay, my favorite thing right now um, is um, listening to Jonathan, who plays Jesus in The Chosen. Yeah. He has got the most soothing voice, <laughs> and he reads several. Um, uh, he walks through several meditations. Um, in scripture. And I also love that I can just hook up with the father, Mike Schmitz, who's doing the Bible in the year right now. Yes. So yeah, I love it. It's great. Okay. Well with www.hallow.com slash what in the dang heck, you can get a three month free trial, which is like one fourth of the year. So it's like something you should never pass. Again, on. you can do math. Look at you. <laughs> that, three divided by 12. I do any more than that. And it's going to be all whack. Um, but you can get the Hello app for three months free trial going to hello.com slash what in the dang heck. So go check it out. Every Catholic I know has it right now and every Catholic I know loves it. So go get it for yourself. Yeah, it's fantastic. It. It's, it's the best. So Mary has, by the way, so her book is out because this will come out Monday. So your book is out. It's launched. Be Bold and the Broken is out. Where can they find it? It's on Amazon. It's on what other website? Barnes and Noble, Ave Maria Press, Christianbook.com, wherever you can purchase books. It oh, is there. I think word. it's even on Walmart. And Target. I was going to say Walmart. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I believe it is. Yep. Mary, this Jeez. is big. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd love it to be on the shelves there. It's not quite on the shelves. It's online. Okay. So for now, I will take it as a win. And no one's going to the shelves right now yet. Anyways, things are still shut down. This is true. You know? <laughs> true. <laughs> but Mary, the way she writes, it's it's books of honesty and humility. And that's, that's just how you write. It's who you are. You write like you're talking. And I'm sure the editor is like, oh my gosh, there's so many commas and, and dashes and stuff. But you write how you talk and it's vulnerable and it's funny and it's honest and it's humble. And that's why people love it. That's why you have a second book contract because it, it feels like you're just hanging out with you. Like that's actually yeah. how it feels. It feels like yep. you're sipping coffee while talking to you. This is it. How you're hearing her speak on the podcast is exactly how you're going to read her 
talk, read her right. Or yeah, read her right uh, in the book. Read the book, yeah. Yeah, read the book. I read Be Brave and the Scared in one sitting because I like was so, like it felt like I was, if I put it down, I would have been like leaving a conversation too early. Like I literally curled up in the chair and was like, oh, I'll crack this open and just read a couple, you know, chapters right now. This is before I had Carrie and I could just do that. And I started reading it and I literally finished the whole thing sitting there. And I looked up and I was like, the sun had set and I needed to make dinner. And I was like, well, that was freaking good. Like, what the heck? So yeah, I cannot wait. Yeah, I see people seeing that with um, Be Bold in the Broken. Mary, what's your Instagram again? M-A-R-Y-L-E-N-A-B-U-R-G. That is my entire Instagram handle. <laughs> Yes. So check her out. Um, but she has like these beautiful videos of people. And Megan, they were saying the same thing. Like, I read this in one sitting because mm-hmm. it is so good. And like I said, it feels like you're just having coffee and chatting. Um, but I kind of wanted to do a segment of like things you wish you would have known because Mary has the best advice. She really does, though. I was in. So Mary and I have only met once. We just mentioned that. And I was in like this crisis, like emotional mode right before Avery left. And I was like, I need to talk to someone about this, but my own girlfriends aren't going to get it because I'm like the only married one, the only one with a baby. I was like, who do I go to? My mom I could go to, but it's also something that I want like outsider advice on, someone who's not attached to the relationship, you know? And I was like, Mary. I've never met Mary when I was like, I'm going to be really open and honest with her right now. We FaceTimed and she like hit every single nail on the head and understood me from a place that like no one else has ever understood me. And I was like, what the heck? This woman has more wisdom than like anyone I know. Well, I just remember, okay, so what is wisdom? Wisdom is knowledge gained from making mistakes. (laughs) And I have a PhD in making mistakes. So now, I mean, how beautiful that now in this season of my life, I'm able to look back and say, wait, no, 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 you don't want to do that. Now, whether you listen to me or not is your choice, but I can at least offer. And I remember that conversation. It was so beautiful and you were vulnerable with me. And you were like, listen, I just need to know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I remember what it was like to be a young military wife and to not, I mean, Jerry and I were married on a Saturday. On Sunday, we were on a plane. And on Monday, he was back at flight school. We didn't even have a honeymoon. So like I was completely immersed in this life that I didn't know, people I didn't know, away from my family from the first time because I, I lived at home when I got married and I was 20 years old. And so it was just like, whoa, you know, and- Um, It was a lot of learning. It was hard learning. But then, of course, you're married. So you're trying to figure out the whole marriage thing, let alone the whole how am I going to have girlfriends (laughs) thing? And what do you mean we have to move in six months? And wait, 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 we're going to Alaska? Wait, we're going to Maine? What? What? Why are we going there? What's, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And and I didn't know anybody in those places. I didn't know anybody anywhere. Right? I just knew Jerry. Nope. Right. I, yeah, this is in like 1988. There was no such thing as Facebook and there was no email. Email showed up during our fourth deployment was the first time we could email. So, I mean, what, what's available now is so much better and I'm so grateful for it. And I'm so grateful for all of you that are coming into that life that you have that. But no, I just, you know, my my gifting is in listening and in literally strategy is my second cliff finder, strength finders, you know, like, like, um, relationship encouragement, encouragement is the first yeah. one, positivity and, um, and strategy. 
And so what does that mean? That means I can listen to you and I can tell you uh, being very emotionally detached from it, that maybe this mm -hmm. is a good idea or that's a good idea. But the key is to listen to someone, to meet them where they are, no judgment, no, um, oh my gosh, I can't believe you just did that. Because that's what used to happen to me. I would go to a girlfriend or my mom or, yeah. or an older woman that was friends with my, you know, one of my mom's friends or something. And they'd be like, you did what? Your mother's going to kill you. And I'm like, well, how is that helpful to me right now? Can you please just, you know, instead of just right. listening to me and meeting me where I was without judgment to say, okay, this is what you're going to have to do. Like, you're going to have to go talk to your parents. You need to approach it in this manner. Remember, this is why they're upset. This is why they're this, you know, or later in life when Jerry and I were going through so much strife in our marriage, we had my best friend, Christine and her husband, Marks, and and we are blessed by their friendship for the last 21 years. And, and they were there for us. They didn't judge us because we entered into this addiction of pornography together. They didn't judge us. They didn't throw us out of the house. They didn't tell us we were bad Catholics. They just said, okay, this is bad, but our, we're here for you. We're going to listen. We're going to help. We're going to, we're going to find counselors. We're going to get you into spiritual direction. We're going to be present to you because your eternal life is what matters. It's your eternal soul is what matters. Mm -hmm. It's not what the world says about it. It's, it's you and we love you and we care about you. And so I try very hard to be available to the Meg phone calls of the world when people are in crisis and, <laughs> and they're struggling with things and they're not quite sure. And they don't want to ask mom necessarily. Um, or maybe they haven't had a mother in their life. And, and, you know, I just, mm -hmm. I ended my ability to have children when I was 25 years old. I made a choice not to have any more children. And that choice really strangled me for many, many years, strangled me. And because um, I knew it was wrong, it was against the church. It was against what I should have done. And um, once I, I confessed that and once I brought it, you know, before the Lord in the light, it was fully restored. I am now surrounded by beautiful young people. Um, Jerry and I are always the oldest people in the room by like 25 <laughs> years. The boomer in chief, right? We ha I have nine godchildren. I have 20 nieces and nephews. I, have, I am just so incredibly blessed. God has taken my broken motherhood, my decision to say no, and he has busted it wide open and said, now you get to love all of these people. You know, now you get to be the mom of Instagram. Now you get to go out there and, and <laughs> show Cecilia how to spatchcock a chicken. Okay. Now you get to, you get to talk to Meg, right? And say, it's going to be okay. Yeah, that's hard. Okay. Maybe try this or maybe try that, you know? Um, yeah. and, and that is pure gift to me. I am just so, I'm honored that you trust me. I'm honored that you even think of me to say, Mary knows how to do this. Ask Mary. I mean, that's. I'm humbled that it's that's not often you find someone who's mom, military wife, wife, Catholic, married young. Like it's not often that you find like every single one. So I was like, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, I mean, you know, to marry a Marine, that's, that's a gutsy move. Number one, uh, oh, I married right. a naval aviator. <laughs> You know, and so that's a gutsy move. So I, I understand what it is to, you know, kind of uh, take on that and to try and maintain your own identity. I mean, you both yeah. are your helpmates to one another, right? You're to, to love one another and cover each other's back. You've got each other's back, but you're still both individuals. 
and you still right. both bring with you your personalities and everything you went through, uh, you know, growing up and you bring that to a marriage. And until you kind of work through that and figure that out and figure out who you are as a couple, right. You know, without, um, denying the uniqueness of each of you as individuals, it can be hard. And that's young marriages, uh, you know, today, um, if they can get to seven, eight, nine, ten years, that's, that's a freaking miracle, you know, yeah. and we need to support you. Um, just as we had support, we now need to be the support. And for all of um, you that are dating, like the beautiful Cecilia, we have the great <laughs> privilege of meeting the Stashinator. And, um, you know, <laughs> <new one. laughs> he is, that's what I call him. I it's love my it. name. Um, he's just a gift. He's a gift. And to watch her with him, um, we're very protective of the young people that come into our lives. And Jerry, especially of the young women that come into our home, he treats them as he would his Courtney. He takes you all very seriously. Like when our mutual friend Liz comes over, he, he this is this is an extension of his heart. Yeah. And so when when we have the opportunity to meet the gentleman, um, uh, it was a moment. And I looked at Jerry and I'm like, remember, she is not your daughter. And he's like, oh, yes, she is. He had better watch yourself. And I was like, have you told Cecilia? You know, I'm like, have you told Cecilia that this is how you're approaching this? And he goes, she doesn't need to know this. She just needs to know we got her back. I'm like, okay. I love him. So he came in and he was an incredible gentleman. Mm-hmm. He was attentive. Mm-hmm. He was, um, he was a class act. Mm-hmm. And as I told Cecilia, three days later, there was a beautiful thank you note that he had written. And I still have it. It's beautiful. To oh, thank us for hospitality. And I looked at, I texted Cecilia and I said, under no circumstances, are you to let this one go in any way? <laughs> because this would be another unicorn. Uh-huh. And so we need to, we need to make sure we keep the unicorn. I need to so. gate him in. <laughs> I need to yes. lock it up. <laughs> lock it up, Cece. Lock it up. Come on. It's part of what we do and it's, it's, we have a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, no, we take that, you know, our, you can ask Jonathan, he'd be like, yeah, dad does that with everybody. (laughs) And if it's a young man that that's close to us, then we take the opposite Mm -hmm. side, you know, we're like, Hmm, she doesn't like to cook, but you love to eat. How are you going to do that? (laughs) This or whatever. So yeah, it's just, um, we are blessed. We are blessed to know both of you and to know, I mean, one day we'll meet Avery, but you know, to, um, you know, to support you all and, and love you from afar. Um, and to be present when, when you need a, a voice of reason. I love that. Or you need a really wicked meme. Jerry's <laughs> Jerry has the best memes. It's so funny. He is the meme God. The meme God and the meme goddess. Before we jump in, I want to ask Mary. Mary, think about this while we talk about Forte, not Fort, Forte Catholic, is the best. Adv- I feel like a lot of our women here are single. And what would be the best advice? I know you didn't have many single years. <laughs> But because you got married so early, didn't mean I didn't try to cram them all into a short period of time. But I want to know the best advice you would give a single Catholic woman that's just like, yeah, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for him. And in the waiting phase. Okay, so Forte is a Catholic podcast. 
by Taylor. And I know you guys have heard, you've heard us talk about him before, but if you're looking for some Catholic comedy where you can grow in your faith and also laugh hysterically, either at the host or with the host or all of it, um, check them out. It's kind of, I feel like it's a little bit like the male version of us, but it's like super chill. Yeah. Like the brother, it's the brother to what in the dang heck. Taylor's awesome. He's hysterical and he knows he brings such a, a light touch to the faith. Um, but yet at the same time holds to the Love truths that. of it. So yeah. he will make you laugh. He's DS, for sure. doctrinally sound. Mary, we use that, this term DS now. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's good to know. He's DS. So check out Taylor. Thanks for reading me in. Yeah. You're on the in crowd. Taylor's Instagram is T-A-Y-L-O-R-S-C-H-R-O-L-L. Check out Forte Catholic, F-O-R-T-E Catholic on anywhere you listen to podcasts. Okay. So the sexiest thing in a woman is confidence. It's her confidence and her contentment. I call it the 2C rule. Confidence in who she is and what she's worth, right? And content because men are not looking for a problem to solve, right? They're looking for a companion. They're looking for a helpmate. They're looking for someone that complements them, doesn't compete with them. And so... um, to have confidence in yourself and to know who you are and who you are in God and what you want in a man, what you want in a companion, and to be content with your life right now as it is. That you don't need it to change, but you're happy when the change comes. It's something that I didn't have when I was in high school or early college. I was not confident. And I was grasping. And that's where many of my mistakes came from. Many, many. I remember specifically, I talk about it in the book, a night when I was in Georgetown in D.C. And we were at a a bar. And uh, my girlfriends and I. And I made a calculated error, you know, out of grasping. And it almost cost me, um, it almost cost me my virginity. And so I, you know, I, I was able to escape that moment, like literally escape by the grace of God and my guardian angel and a very nice policeman um, who stopped something that could have been very serious. And I stopped grasping at that point. I had to sit down and really examine who I was and what I was telling the world about myself and how I was behaving. And so it was hard. It was hard because that meant I had to be alone and I had to think about it for a while. And so I spent six months to a year like alone and really, really working on myself. And so what would I say to a single woman out there who desperately desires to be married and to have a family? Prepare for that. Prepare. Prepare now. Be content with where you are. Make good friendships. Good friendships not only with women but with men. Learn who you are and what you want. You know, do you want someone? uh, Are you willing to, to date someone who's in the military who might go to war, who might have to move every two years, who might, you know, that's that's its own journey, right? It's um, its own vocation. It really Truly. is. Because you are going to be chief cook and bottle washer when they go off to sea or they go on deployment or they go on maneuvers or whichever branch of the service they're in. That's It's a huge responsibility, right? Um, do you want someone that... Um, you know, is an engineer, someone that works with their hands, someone that um, is a plumber, an electrician. I mean, what kind of life do you want? Number one. So you kind of work on that now while you have the opportunity to 
and travel and do the things that you mm-hmm. love to do. Don't wait. Gain independence. Yeah. Yeah. Don't wait for them to come along. Pray, hope, and don't worry. And and I think there's a thin line too between not worrying and women not taking action. Like actually just let thinking someone's going to fall into their lap. There is like a thin line there. Nobody falls into your lap. Like legit, nobody falls into your lap. And if somebody's actually falling into your lap, then you're in a strip club and you need to leave. So it's not how it happens, right? You should not do that. So here's what I'm going to say. You need that to be the title. If someone falls into your lap, you're in a strip club and you need to leave. leave. You do. Just get out. You be there anyway. But here's the thing. Taking action, right? If you're If you're going and you're being social, right? I'm showing up. A girlfriend's throwing a party. It's a mixed, it's a mixed party. So like some guys are coming, girls are coming, whatever, you know, okay. That's an opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. That's an opportunity. Um, your girlfriend should know the kind of guys that you're attracted to the, the kind of heart that you're looking for. So girlfriends protect girlfriends, right? We look out for one another or we should guys protect guys. They look out for each other, right? So they should know, Hey, my sister's friend, um, Mary, she's really cool. I think you would like her. You guys should go out on a coffee date. I mean, that's how these things are done. When Jerry and I were dating, we were introduced on a blind date. Okay. Jerry was not my blind date. He was my friend Christie's blind date, <sighs> but my blind date didn't show up. So here's Jerry at this Double. kind of like a mixer, right? Uh-huh. So there's a DJ, there's drinks and, and we're all just kind of dancing and no serious dating. We're just there to meet one another. And he's got two women he now has to entertain. <laughs> and he, let's just say multitasking is not his gift. Okay. So he, even to this day, so he was like nervous and he's trying to make it work. Well, he pulls in a friend of his that he sees there. Um, and he's like, Hey, come over. I have an extra. Can you help me? And he comes in and he acts up, ends up, um, asking my friend Christy to dance. And Christy, who was Jerry's date was like, is it okay if I dance with him? She was being very kind because he was her date. And Jerry's like, Hey, if you want to dance with him, God bless it. Go dance with him. Right. Yeah. So Jerry and I ended up talking and dancing and, um, you know, it was just, he was funny and he continues to be funny. He makes me laugh every day. And I think for me, I needed that. I tend to be a drama queen and very intense. I get stuck in my head a lot. And Jerry is very practical. He's very much, um, he's a program manager in, in the intelligence field. And so he looks at people, sees their skills and puts them where they need to be and helps keep teams together. So this is a gift that he's had his whole life. Um, and that's how it's uh, matured um, professionally. But he just, he's an observer. And so he saw it. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and when I asked him, I'm like, what was it that really like sealed it for you? He said, you couldn't take your eyes off me. You laughed at every joke. And then he goes, and I know they were bad ones, but you <laughs> laughed. And he said, and you were kind, you were kind, you know, he goes, I was an awkward dude. And I look back at those pictures and he had those 1988 glasses that looked like Adelite beams on his face. (laughs) But he was funny and he was also a gentleman. I wanted someone who was respectful and he pulled out my chair and he offered his arm and he got me a drink and he never, you know, I never paid for anything, not for one second. He wouldn't allow it. If I was with him, he took care of me. And then in turn, Mm -hmm. I ended up, you know, I took care of him. I would send him packages at school. Every Thursday, a box would show up. 
and there would cook be a, everyone Thanksgiving. Yes. And there would be a line out his door. The guys would be like, is Mary's box here? Did it come? Did it come? Mary's box came, you know, and there'd be brownies and other things like that. So yeah. I just, we, we, we learned what the other wanted and needed. And we tried to be that, but I didn't have to change myself to do it. It was right. just an extension of myself. Oh, Mary, I love that. Thank you so much for coming on. Again, where can we find your book um, and how can we support you? Well, pre-order, I, actually order the book, order the book now since it's out. Order it, order it, please. Share it on social media. Take a take a selfie with the book. Um, put the hashtag Be Bold and the Broken on Instagram or Facebook so I can find you. Um, I would so appreciate that. That's really how you help an author. You can follow me on Instagram. Um, you know, I am the middle-aged real queen. So um, I'm really working the reels angle lately. Jerry and I have a new dance routine going up shortly. It's going to be fabulous. Oh, um, you know, we just, you just got to have fun with these things. Mm -hmm. But um, you can follow me. Leave a review Instagram. on Amazon. Amazon. It's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, ChristianBooks.com, Ave Maria Press wherever books are sold. Mary, thank you so much. All the links you can find in our show notes, all the tags, all her handles, usernames, everything, find them there. And Mary, thank you for all your wisdom. Um, we just so appreciate you and you're such a blessing in both Megan and I's life. Thank you for having me, ladies. It's an absolute joy to be with Yay. you. You're so welcome. Everyone, call our hotline for next week, the What in the Dang Heckline at 312-775-2615, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure to call our hotline at 312-775-2615 and share your heck yes or heck no moment. Subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on our Instagrams while you're at it. See you next week.